0: Everyone has a purpose and a passion in life. Some are able to achieve them while others struggle. Join us on our journey to educate thousands of our followers on business, finance, and psychology. Hey guys, and welcome back to yet another episode on the SIFT podcast. And um, today we're going to talk about self-awareness. Um the importance of being self-aware, of understanding yourself as an, as an entrepreneur, um, as an employee, as an employer, as a student, um, as a father, as a mother, as a parent uh, in general, and the importance of being self-aware uh, in whatever it is that um, you're currently doing or whatever stage in life you're currently at. And I emphasize a lot on the importance of understanding yourself, understanding um, your character, your personality before trying to understand anyone else. And by self-awareness, I mean, do you uh, know what kind of uh, uh, personality or character you have? Do you know whether you're an introvert, an extrovert, an ambivert? For those who don't know what an ambivert is, it's simply the in-between of an introvert and an extrovert. Do you understand that? And if you want to get more information on who an introvert is, who an extrovert is, or whether you're an ambivert, uh, make sure to read Captivate the Science of Succeeding with People by Vanessa Van Edwards. And the importance of all this is before you embark on your journey of entrepreneurship, before you embark on your career, before you as a student decide on what to study, on which uh, field to go in, it's best to understand what kind of a person you are. Or if you want to go into mentorship, mentoring younger people or mentoring entrepreneurs or, uh, mentoring employees or CEOs or, um, anyone out, anyone out there, you, you first have to understand yourself. You have to be your own mentor. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So you have to start by understanding what kind of a person you are. Are you an introvert? And by introvert I mean uh these are basically people who are uh self enclosed they love or the they love their private time their me time spending time alone is what they love and remember it's not a bad thing it's just how we human beings are engineered they love uh being by themselves um They don't necessarily fancy staying in large uh, crowds with with people. Uh, They feel when they uh, stay for a longer period of time with other people, they feel a bit overcrowded. They feel as if energy is being stacked away from them. They feel tired after a long time. How do I know this? Because I'm a mixture of an introvert and an extrovert. Basically, I'm an ambivert. And now, once you know what kind of a a personality character you have. Now, it's easy for you to adjust with your environment to know where you best thrive and where not and how to tweak when you find yourself in uh, situations or environmental settings where you're a bit uncomfortable or um, do not um, align with your personality. If you're an extrovert, it means you're a very outgoing person. You love spending time with people. You thrive well uh, in groups. You love teamwork. You love uh, going to the beach. You love uh, social settings. And an ambivert is basically a mixture of both. And why I say the importance, uh, this is quite important, is when it comes also to entrepreneurship, there are different kinds of people. And uh, in one of my pre- uh, previous podcast episodes, I said that uh once you understand what kind of personality you have now if you're let's say you're an introvert and you're in the marketing industry you want to um you're in the marketing field or you're in the brand building phase for your product or your company one way to uh, go about it if you want to let's say create content online and you're an introvert is by doing a podcast for example because with podcast for introverts it's a bit more comfortable because now You don't have to have your face seen by other people. You can just have your voice heard and listened to by other people. You can do, uh, you can thrive well with newsletter, newsletter marketing or email marketing, which by the way, has a higher click rate than, um, for example, uh, banner advertisements that you get on YouTube. By the way, I'm just saying, um, do your research, Uh, you'll be surprised on how newsletter marketing uh how strong um it is and like the positive click rate or the positive conversion rate it has and uh it's more powerful if your consumer has or your your consumer or your the your, your target group has already searched uh on a certain product or a certain service that you're offering and then now you retarget them with newsletter um, newsletters or emails it leads to a higher conversion rate and now this is marketing. Whole other topic. Um, if you are an outgoing person, meaning you're extrovert, you're extroverted, um, you're not shy, you love spending time with people now doing videos, youtube, ah uh, Instagram TV, Facebook live, Instagram live. Um, now this might be for you or using musically or Snapchat in producing content. Now this might be for you. and the reason why i'm I'm stressing on uh, providing content online is the kind of leverage that i have learned first of all from um, listening and learning from gary vaynerchuk i know i mention i mention him quite a lot because i learned a lot also from him uh and also from the experiments i do online to to just to see how people behave how people respond to the, respond to the kind of content i produce because i'm always very I'm i have the how can i say i have uh i'm a bit lucky i'm an ambivert so i do a bit of both I have my introversial tendencies as well as my extroversial tendencies. So I do newsletter, podcasts as this one, for example. And at the same time, uh, I record videos of myself speaking and I also go out there and engage with people. But I can't engage with people for a very long, uh, for a long period of time because now I feel a bit drained, a a bit tired, but I can uh, easily find a balance between uh, being extroverted and being introverted at the same time. Not many people have that actually. Um, yeah. And the reason why I, I I emphasize a lot on, um, you know, creating content online and being very active in social media is, uh, first of all, you have to get the misconception of social media out of your mind that social media, um, has changed us. No, social media has not changed us social media is simply exposing us for who we really we really are now if you move back to the 1960s 1970s where social media wasn't a thing and probably the biggest thing by that time maybe was email i don't know uh, but i think so um and uh, the only way people will communicate was either calling which also not many people had phones or uh, other way people would get information was through radio and uh watching this black and white uh television if you if you remember them and the thing was this people would read newspapers at that time and would be fully focused into uh, reading newslet um uh, newspapers and fully engaged in doing that but now since technology boom since the dot com era came came in um everything started going online technology started improving now, everyone today has access to a smartphone, to a laptop, maybe, uh, to a computer, um, to um, to the internet. Uh, now, everyone is online. Everyone, Many people have an Instagram account, a Facebook account, Twitter, and all that. Nothing really has changed because now social media is the new newspaper. Social media is where we get our information, is where we get our news which is where we get to know what is really happening around us and in the world so social media hasn't uh changed us it's some misconception social media is simply exposing us for who we really are and the thing is this uh social media used correctly and if you're if you're really really uh if you're self-aware of who you are and what necessarily you want and what your purpose is and like uh what you're working on or what your goal is and you have a strategy and a plan for them for that that is long term and you use now social media as leverage social media will give you a very very uh high leverage because i've seen uh and i was discussing this also with a friend who uh also actively listens to my podcast um we were discussing on the leverage social media has given to certain people i come from kenya and we were discussing this music uh there's a music by music group or a, a group of artists that recently came up um, they're called the ethic uh, group and um the kind of music the kind of music they sing at first was a bit vulgar in the language and uh it really they received a lot of uh, how can i put hate or a lot of resistance when it comes to the older generations, but they're very, very much applauded by the younger generation, the millennials. And um, they never had a chance of um, or their, their music, their content was never being played on radio or on television because of the vulgar language and uh, video uh, their content displayed. But now, uh, as much as their content is not being displayed on um Television or on radio, these guys are big on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook. Now, social media is giving them this leverage. I think even uh, one of their videos got um, banned on YouTube for some time. I'm not so sure, but I think so. But then, these guys still have a leverage on Instagram, on Facebook, and people love them, and they're the, they one of the top training um, music, uh, music groups uh, in Kenya. They receive a lot of resistance. Their music is not being played on traditional media, that is television and radio. But everywhere else, their music is being played. These guys are being booked for performances. Guys are going to meet these guys, people are attending their concerts. And this is now the kind of leverage uh, social media can give you by just putting yourself out there, producing content and letting people listen to you. But first of all, being self-aware of what you really want because now if, uh, and, and listen, I'm also aware that there are also people who go on social media to flex. I'm aware of that. Um, uh, what's my opinion on that? Um, I don't really care. It doesn't really matter to me. Um, but now the same people, um, they should be aware of or whatever it is they're doing. Um, cause now, like when it comes to, for example, uh, being authentic. And now people are, for example, uh, flexing on things that maybe they don't own or they don't have, but they want to be seen as though they have. Now they have this kind of second life on social media. Now the question come on authentic- authenticity. Now, if you're working on creating a brand or you're working on, um, on on creating a business, but now there's a question mark on on authenticity, you being authentic, because now people have seen you flexing a lot on Social media, and now you you discovered you like and you know one thing is this: uh, people are able to sniff out um, fakeness and inauthenticity, if if that's the word uh, in English, I don't know. Uh, inauthenticity, people are able to sniff that out, but now it you, you have to be self aware. Do you just want to um, be the celebrity on or, or on on Instagram and Facebook? famous or do you want to create a brand and by brand it doesn't have to be a business brand but a personal brand and it's something i think everyone should create everyone should have their own personal brand and basically this is how people perceive you when they see you when they listen to you when they see your picture this is how people perceive you and i think everyone should work on that because now uh social media we are very we are, we are very lucky because now social media it's still at an early stage if most of you guys don't know we are still in an early stage and this is from my own opinion from what i think we're still in an early stage and social media is yet to boom and i think it's not yet too late to uh get involved because i know yes um social media uh marketing tends to be a bit saturated but i think social media is yet to boom now you can look at everything is now um going um audio based like listen um i know youtube came a bit long time ago but like look 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 right now at podcasts for example yes there are a lot of people on podcasts doing podcasts but for example for, for my listeners in kenya how many people are doing podcasts in kenya not not many now this is an insight i'm giving because it's something i've observed i've not seen a lot of people doing uh podcasts in kenya or in Africa uh, at large I know yes there are people doing that but like there are not very many a lot of people are in YouTube and are doing big in YouTube and now moving moving on those who are already in YouTube on YouTube and have already made it on YouTube if I could say so now um, they have this leverage of doing affiliate marketing now uh, promoting uh, other people's brand which, by the way, has its own pros and cons. I'll get to that. Promoting other people's brands and uh, brands, products, and services and getting paid for that. So basically, that's affiliate marketing. Now, that's the kind of leverage it gives you. Now, these people, you can term them as being self-employed or hashtag hustlers, hustlers for (laughs) millennials. But this is the kind of leverage that I see from simply doing YouTube from simply growing your audience on instagram and you know very well in kenya we have a problem with uh with employment they're not very uh, they're not very many employment opportunities and if uh they are it's usually uh, a problem of uh who do you know who do you know it doesn't really matter on uh the kind of papers or the documents you have for most cases it's, who do you know yeah so this one thing you can look at. As long as you have a phone, you have an internet connection, try and get yourself online because the kind of leverage this can give personal brands and business brands, I think, uh, in my own uh, opinion, it's really, really big. And you can look at real-life examples, look at uh, people around you who are big in uh, on Instagram on YouTube and find out their story behind how they got started and what exactly it is they're doing and how now... This is leveraging on their personal brand and on their business. Yeah. And I've seen that uh, pod, pod, podcast is, isn't really uh, big in Kenya right now. Yeah, we have people like Adele Onyango doing podcasts in Kenya. But still, it's at a very, I think, it's a, it's a, it's at a very young stage. Not very many people are doing it. The market is still uh, big. And listen, guys. Um... Listening to Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, I listen to him a lot, and he talks about audio being the next big thing with things like uh uh Amazon Alexa. And Gary V talks about um you know later on because people like uh people care less about the their data privacy. Uh they sound concerned about it, but they care less. But now people uh, want more efficiency and to save more on time and now like uh as we're moving to an audio based uh era now with things like uh google alexa and all uh amazon alexa and google echo i think um now it's easy for people now to, to simply say alexa um order pizza from uh pizza.com one margarita um one uh, p- uh pizza Hawaii or something, it's easier to do that. Or Alexa remind me to buy milk, it's easier. And another thing, uh, p- another thing, uh, podcasts have uh, a leverage on because now podca- podcasts are also in the audio group is the fact that uh, people are able to listen to podcasts anytime, uh, mainly when they are commuting or when they're doing other tasks. Compared to YouTube where someone has to actually sit down and watch your video and uh, some people get a big concern of um, their internet data usage when it comes to watching uh, YouTube but now podcast people or audio people tend to do to, to use audio or to listen to audio whilst um, they are multitasking doing all other things. So in my opinion, and also from what I've learned from listening a lot to Gary Vaynerchuk, audio is the next big thing. And if you're in Kenya, it might be something you really, really want to look at. But first of all, uh, be back to our topic, be self-aware of who you are, the character you have, and then know exactly uh, what it is you really want, like what your purpose is. And it's quite easy to find your purpose. Just look for something you really like doing. And then see how you can come we can monetize that how you can uh, come up with a business model around what you like doing now one thing you have to understand is uh for the things that you're passionate about uh, most of them might not be um easy to monetize but it now goes back into now building a brown brand behind that and working on that for the long term and by the long term, i don't mean a few weeks i'm talking about months and years And now building a brand behind that. And later on, at some point, you'll be able to monetize on that. If you like, um, for example, you like um, collecting uh, stamps. Just a random example. You like collecting stamps. Now, it's your hobby. But now selling stamps to someone might be be a bit tricky. But like... uh, let me give you an idea of how maybe I will go around that. If I was interested in collecting stamps, I will uh first find of uh, find out first whether there's a market or this uh this a segment of uh people who are interested in stamps. Now, once I establish that yes, there are people who are interested in uh collecting stamps and talking about stamps and topics on uh stamps. Now, coming up with a podcast and simply talking about. Stamps, uh, journaling your journey down. Journaling every step uh, of your journey. They're now talking about stamp and getting this audience engaged. And now, look, you have your passion and this will take time. You have to understand that process of outcome. There's no shortcuts. You try and take shortcuts, you mess up. Uh, Talking about now having a podcast and now engaging your audience on stamp and growing your audience. And later on, having uh for example uh, uh a company or a business approaching you since you have uh, for example maybe dhl or ups or something approaching because now they they know you have an audience that is that is engaged um in maybe uh something that they're interested in or you have you have a specific audience that now they can use that uh, to market one of their products or their services now you being paid to talk To these people about now, let's for example, if DHL sells stamps or UPS sells stamps or Hermes or something. Now you're talking about it, about like uh, uh, about the products or services and being paid for that. But it will have to take you first to build a brand, to get recognized, to get an audience uh, attached to you and engage and, you know, working, uh, working long term. not expecting to take shortcuts and uh let me tell you something if you're really really passionate about it you'll always enjoy the process you'll always have the desire to continue um and uh it won't really take much effort for you to get started because it's something you love doing regardless and now once you have a business model wrapped around wrapped around that regardless of whatever it might be Now uh, you have a business model around what you're really passionate about. And also it's a market that maybe not a lot of people might get into because now it's something you have. It's a market that you've segmented over time into a specific niche and you've built a unique business model around that. And now the barriers of entry now becomes too high. Why? Because you have a brand with a positive equity on the brand image with a positive equity. And now it becomes, it becomes also challenging for other people now to tap into your market because now you're erecting barriers of entry. You get what I'm saying? Now, the reason why I'm saying this is once you've done that, now you will be doing something you're really passionate about and also earning something from that, some revenue. And uh, you don't necessarily have to do something else simply for money's sake. Because listen, it's, uh, it's, it's best, in my opinion, to um, do something that you like and earn $6,000 per year than uh, doing something you really, really, you really dread about that makes you really sad and depressed and, uh, you know, that makes you spend less time with your family and earn $100,000 per year. Because, listen, one thing you have to understand, life is never a rehearsal, so it's best for you to do uh, exactly what it is that you, lo- you love and focus on that. But now, it will take a long time. Now, uh, our first newsletter was sent, our, our first newsletter, our business news newsletter was sent out on uh, on Saturday at 4. Uh, I received feedback from some of you guys, from some of you, some of you have not yet received feedback. But from the feedback I'm getting, um, um, it's really, really positive, and I, I thank you guys. I'm really, I really, really appreciate, appreciate your engagement, and your feedback, and um, and uh, this uh, Saturday will I'll also be uh long, also sending out another newsletter every Saturday at four. You'll be getting a new business newsletter. So the first business new newsletter, I was pretty much talking about myself, allowing the reader to become familiar with what it is exactly that i do and then introducing them into you know a bit of uh financial uh education and a bit of financial literacy from what i've learned from where i've worked before and also from the books i've read and what i've done and inter- introducing them to that and it's it's a, it's a process that um uh, it will take time yes but now i want my readers to have a specific mindset that I believe will have a positive return on them. And that is through me providing content and value and also being relatable in uh, different topics. And uh, if, you ha- if you're if you still interested in receiving the business newsletter, make sure to send me your email uh, on my Instagram account at keama underscore junior at sift underscore group of companies on Facebook at Augustine keama on Twitter at Augustine Kiyama, Um, and on my WhatsApp, if you have my number or send me an email at agustinatthiftgroup.net and, um, or go on to my website, www.serverinstituteofforextrading.com, uh, subscribe in for the newsletter or go to www.siftgroup.net and, um, subscribe from the newsletter there. I will, I will receive your email and I will add you to the list and you'll be receiving uh now the business news newsletter uh, list and at some point I plan on also interviewing uh, interviewing you interviewing um, some of you guys on um, specific topics on or what you've learned on the newsletter and also having you guys uh, sharing your story uh uh with me on with the community that we are building behind And also, you know, holding yourself accountable because I also want to know what you guys are working on and also like, you know, having you guys hold yourself accountable because I believe accountability is the biggest step to, you know, moving forward to progressing and I also, I want to know exactly what it is you guys are working on and engage with you guys, holding you guys accountable, checking on your progress, uh, helping you guys where I can um, when it comes to business, having the community engage, having the people um or the network that uh, i know that i have engaged with you guys and building a big uh, big community on the sift uh, on the sift group and you know mentoring people into businesses and uh not only into businesses but in different fields that uh, we feel we are able to help but mostly in business and in currency trading and in mentorship that's where my focus or sift focus is mainly on and so if you're still interested send me your email and uh Uh, See you guys in the next episode. Remember, process over outcome. See you.